You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy-stewart.com or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy-stewart.com. Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart and welcome to this episode of Cindy Stewart Live. I am so excited for my guest today and I want you to know there are going to be miracles that will be released. So if you need healing or you know people that need healing, call them up and get them watching because today is your day for a miracle. And not only a miracle for your body and for your heart and for your mind, but also an impartation of miracles. So are you ready to receive this great outpouring that God has? I know your answer is yes. So my guest today is Joan Hunter. Welcome, Joan. So exciting to be here. I am so glad you're here. And you know, I was looking on your website and I've never seen this before, but this is what I love. It says that some describe you as being like Carol Burnett with the anointing of Jesus. Yes. I love that description because I love Carol Burnett. Yes, me too. And uh, my mom had a great personality of Charles and Francis Hunter, yes. those that don't know, Francis Hunter, she had a great personality, learned how to tell stories from her dad, and I learned how to tell stories from her. Yeah. And and I can tell stories and amazing. It's like, ah, ha, ha, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, then you get hit with the word of God oh, as a result so of listening to the story. But what the story does is it really keeps everybody going. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, that sounds kind of weird, but I am very funny and, and but everybody gets the word. Yeah. Everybody gets the word and they remember it. They listen and it's like, wow, that was a fast 20. No, what, two hours? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's know? good. Yeah. You can the, just really hold them right. like that. Yeah. Not only with the humor and then just the, the art of storytelling, but then the word of God just captures their heart. And next thing they know, there's been a transformation that's happened through the joy and the fun of just hearing Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And it's, it's just so fun because as you present the, the word, because I am presenting the word, yeah. and then I'll tell the story. And the story may be out of the Bible and, and actual Israel experiences. And then it may be, here's the scripture that correlates with what just happened. And, uh, you know, and everybody's just there, they're laughing. And then all of a sudden they're like, wow, that is so incredibly powerful. But it makes it, le it literally keeps everybody on the edge of their seat, which is really awesome. That is incredible. It and is. of course, Joan has a show called Miracles Happen. 
and uh, just so many amazing miracles. I bet you've got testimonies that couldn't even fill books. You could probably oh. write a hundred books and never get all the testimonies oh, I, in. That's an understatement. Yeah, of all the this miracles. year, just hundred, this year. hundred books this year. Wow. Yeah, wow. and uh, and just you know going to Africa this year and uh, and then going getting ready to go to Pakistan, which I'm real excited about. That's exciting. And then like six other countries in Africa. In Israel, you went to Israel. Just yeah. got back. I just got back from Israel, and uh, and it's a fun story the other day. Um, I don't remember exactly where I was. I think it was in uh, Michigan. And this lady came in and she, and I said, I feel like there's somebody here has a migraine. So if you have a migraine, I want you to do this listen because you're going to get healed right now too. So she came up and so I said, when did it start? She said, she's had, had a, a migraine for 15 years. Oh my gosh. 15 years. And I'm like, I can't even imagine having one for 15 minutes, but it says 15 years. And uh, so I said, when did it start? She says around 16, I said around 16 years ago, I said traumatic event. She said, yes. And uh, I don't have to go into the details of what the traumatic event was. God knows what it is. She knows what it is. So I prayed. I commanded this trauma to go in Jesus name. And then I commanded all the blood vessels in the brain to function properly, curse the pain, the spirit of migraine, etc. And all of a sudden she's like, wow, it was gone. Wow. You know, so it's like, well, that's really great, but we'll see tomorrow you know, kind of a thing. And because a lot of people kind of go, it can't be, it can't be that yeah, simple. It can't be that easy. You know, in, in 15 seconds, you're totally healed after 15 years, you know? And, uh, and so all of a sudden she gets up, this is Friday night. She gets up Saturday morning. She's like, she's looking around her place, her house. And she's like, something's, I can't figure out something's missing. And she goes, Oh, the pain. Wow. It was such a part of her life. And, uh, but it was so cool. Cause she wanted to come you know, she said, I would like to go get ordained through Joan Hunter Ministries. And, and so she's like, I got to read the books. I got to do this. But I got 15 kids. She, she has 15 kids. She has 15 kids. She had oh seven goodness. or eight and her husband had seven or eight. Oh, okay. And then they got married. Okay. Seven or eight, still a lot still of kids. Still a lot of kids. But she has, I think, 14, 13 or 14 at home. So, but she didn't have the money to buy the schools. Somebody all of a sudden just walked up to her out of the clear blue and says, God told me to give this to you. And then all of a sudden this happened. And then, and then she got her, her way paid to, to come to Illinois, wow. Indiana area. She got ordained and then to find somebody to take care of the kids. That alone, that alone is a miracle. And, uh, and she got there and her whole life has totally changed. And that all that happened within a month wow. for her to give, get the books, re, you know, read the books, watch the DVDs and then come and actually be completely trained like that. That is amazing. Yeah. And that one miracle that took moments in time, what, maybe right. five minutes, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Finding out about it first. Oh, yeah. Her total life. Her total destiny. Yeah. And and the thing is, is like now she's back in Michigan changing other people's destiny wow. with seeing incredible miracles happen. I love and that's that. it's just so awesome what God is doing and how God is literally opening up the windows. And I I want to just take a moment and talk to you because see, it's like, well, I don't feel called to the healing ministry. I don't feel called to the prophetic. Bring, now you are. Okay. So <laughs> the Bible says as a believer, boom, right there, there's your calling in Mark 16. As a believer, you're going to speak in tongues. You're going to lay hands on the sick. You're going to compel them to the, you know go to the highways and byways. So you're an evangelist. You're going to heal the sick in the name of Jesus. You're going to Lay hands on the sick with results. Another way of saying it, 
cast out devils, and you get any deadly thing and it shall not harm you. Now, that might be foreign travels. It might be just plain GMOs. Okay, who knows exactly? But the point is, that is something that comes right at your conversion. You get all of that right at your conversion. And it's like, well, I don't really feel... Okay, get over your feelings. Because the Word of God says, you are called to lay hands on the sick. You are called to do deliverance. You are called to preach the gospel. You are called. That doesn't mean you're supposed to pastor a church, quit your job. That's not what it means. And and you are to cast out all these things and to witness, go up in the streets, highways, and byways and compel them to come. That means leading them to Jesus. And then after you've done that, maybe then you'll move into more of the, the callings of a teacher and apostle and all that kind of stuff. But I want to encourage you. This is your time and your season to get out of your comfort zone and do what you were born to do. And that is see the miraculous. Now, when I'm praying for this lady, she was healed. Okay. Absolutely phenomenal what God did. And you know what? I can't describe the reaction she had and what it felt like in here. Now, I literally pray for hundreds and hundreds of people every week and dramatic healings. And I want to encourage you. This is what God wants you to do. Once again, maybe not traveling, but you know, at the superstores, the grocery store, the gas station, whatever, you have a bunch of people, even your neighborhood, you have a bunch of people that need to know about Jesus and you can take it to them. I think that's amen. amazing. Amen. Amen. And you know what is people are so afraid to step out. Right. You know, they're afraid to. Well, what if they don't get healed? Yeah, what if they don't get healed? Mm-hmm. That is their number one thing. And I always say, well, what if they do? Right. You know, you'll wow. never know until yeah. you actually do it. And sometimes, you know, I have had times where God didn't do it immediately. But as they went. Right. I heard back from them that they got healed. Right. Or, or they was, might get partially healed. Yeah. And then as you walk, say, thank you, Jesus. Because we had a yeah. lady healed the other day. Uh, she had really, really bad knees. And so she got probably about 90% healed. And so I said, every step, say, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank. And she came. And then at the end of the service, she was, she came running around the church. Now she was, she's older than me. So that says a lot. <laughs> so she was around 75 and shorter lady, very heavy. Mm-hmm. So we prayed for, for God to help her with her weight. She was literally running around the so building. Good. The crowd went crazy. It was so fun because she, they knew her. She was a friend of them and they saw their friend healed. Oh, that is so good. And you know, you said that uh, you prayed for her weight loss. We have seen some supernatural weight loss being released uh, just in these past months or so. We've had a couple people at church where I just prayed, you know, that God, every time I see someone that's really struggling with their weight, I instantly pray for them because, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard when you when you're just not at the size you need to be. And we've had several people just instantly lose weight and give testimony the next week. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. We're I just know. Gonna release I that to be, now in yeah, Jesus name. I used to be morbidly obese. Then I was obese and now I'm overweight. Yeah, it's so exciting to just be overweight. <laughs> so I've got a few about 20 more pounds and I won't be overweight anymore. But that's in good. the back of your head head physically, you have your pituitary gland uh-huh. and then underneath it, just a little below it, you have what's called your apostat. Kind of sounds like appetite. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so in the name of Jesus, put your hand right there. Let's all do it. Let's all do it. And uh, because mine, the doctor says my metabolism was in a coma. 
Okay. I could, uh, so I was like, look at food and gain weight. He said, yes. And I'm like, okay. And I could, I mean, I, I would try to diet and I would, I would gain weight. And, but now for me to travel and maintain my weight is really miraculous. Mm-hmm. So father, right now in the name of Jesus, I send yes, the word Lord. of healing to each person. I command that apostat to function properly, restore the yes. metabolism and they can lose the weight they need to lose. They need to gain the weight that they need to gain. Okay. So father, right now, I thank yeah. you for a healed and whole apostat in Jesus name. Amen. 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 See, I told you guys that you're going to get healed. You're going to get imparted to, you're going to receive more than you thought. You turned on the TV saying, oh, let's just see what's going on on her show today. And you're going to be blown away because God is going to transform your body and your mind today in Jesus name. That is so good. So tell me, I know that you have a word for what God is going to do, what he's releasing in this hour. Tell me about it. Well, I'm, we want it. I know you do. This I is want like it. so awesome. And one one of my books, I first of all, you may not know really who I am, but when I was in school, in elementary school, they told me I was dumb, stupid, and retarded, never amount to anything, never be able to read or write. Wow. I now have 27 books published. That's a miracle that I have one. Much is 27. Yes, I'm working on number 28. Woo! And, and what happens is this particular book here is called The Power of Prophetic Vision. This is not teaching you how to prophesy. This is teaching you how to utilize and walk out the prophetic word that has been given over you. That's good. Or the call of God on your life. And in the call of God on your life, what are, why aren't you operating in it? Because too many times people fall short of their real call in life. And they just, it's like, well, I'll get around to it. Yes. Or, you know, when my kids are grown and now you're on social security, kids have been grown for 20 years. Okay. And, uh, there's one of the chapters is called it's time. Another one, somebody was, I was talking about this book earlier and, uh, and the guy was like, I love the chapter on coulda, shoulda, coulda, shoulda, because it's like, I could have done this when I was 40. I should have done this when I was 30 and understand God's got a call in your life. And you are destined for That's greatness. Right. And how do you know? How, how, how do I know that? Inhale. Exhale. <sighs> See, you still got time to do what he's called you to That's do. That's right. And this will really help you get out of your comfort zone and do what you were born to do. And it's so fun because people, there. it's a book that you get rid of excuses. You get rid of even reasons. That's good. You know, and it's like, well, if, you know, if I was 100% healed, hundred, you know, physically, then I can pray for somebody. The word of God says, pray you one for another that you can be healed. Right. So there's no requirements or praying for somebody if, if you're not completely healed. Yeah, I agree. And it's so funny. I love that book because there's a song out now that says, if I'm not dead, he's not done. And that's right. really what this book is right. about. Absolutely. If I'm not dead, he's not done. So no matter what my obstacles are, God is still moving in me and wants to move through me so other people can encounter him. And that really is our just bottom line purpose. We want to move the kingdom forward. We want people to encounter Jesus and get healed, saved and delivered. Right. Right. So I really believe that you should go out and just go ahead and order that book on Amazon and get it today because it will change your life. If you're ready for change, then you have to take action to actually change. Right. You can talk about change all day long, but until you actually take one step, and I always tell people, 
one small step will change your life because it builds momentum so you can get where you need to go. So go buy the book and start the change today, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, one of the chapters is it's time. It's time. It's time. You know, and the thing is, and like we had somebody uh, 80 some years old ordained the other day. Wow. And he goes, this is a dream come true oh. for me. You know, and I just want when when we, you know, when he crossed the platform and he got his diploma, you know, and, and we have our picture taken. He's crying. I'm crying. Wow. You know, because that's what it's about. Yeah. I love walking with people so that their dreams can be fulfilled, right. that they can the dreams that they've had through the years, the prophetic visions that yes. they've had through the years, prophetic words that they've had through the years, that they in turn can actually walk them out. Yeah, I, I'm and, with and you. make them their memories. I'm with you. So if you're interested in ordination and feel that call on your life, go to go to your website, joanhunter.org. Joanhunter.org. It's on the screen, so you can take a look at it and just read through the information and let the Holy Spirit guide you through this process. Because I would encourage you. It's, it's time to start now. There's so yep. much going on mm -hmm. in God's realm on this earth. And he's looking for people to rise up and say, I want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. I personally feel that this is a time and a season that the prophetic, you're going to need to know how to prophesy. Yes. That you're going to need to know how to pray for the sick with results, not just in Jesus name. Yeah. You're going to need to have it like with, with the lady who got healed with migraines. I went to the trauma that triggered it. And just literally a few minutes ago, I did a Zoom call with somebody. Uh, she would just ask me for prayer. And she said, I'll fly it to Toronto. And I'm like, I'll do the Zoom. Yeah, we can. But I am going to, you know, later. I'm going to go to Toronto. But she had fibromyalgia for years. She was born three months premature. Her tailbone was out of position, possibly from trying to have birth her. It's so early and so tiny. But her uh, tailbone protruded out. Wow. And, uh, and, 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 and so I said, here, you just put your hand here and there. She got totally healed of fibromyalgia. Wow. The only way she could test her tailbone was laying flat on the floor. And if it protruded, it hurt. Okay. And she also could feel it. And she goes, she started dancing all over. Wow. You know, I said, here, you just leave the camera right where it is. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't stand it. Yes. It was like, she was just like <laughs> dancing all over the place. And the guy that was running the Zoom camera, he's like, this is so exciting, you know, and then he come around to the front, you know, and see her just like, whoa, whoa, you know, and just, I don't have any pain, this, you know, oh and, and everything. She was totally, completely set free. And it was so awesome. And, and that's what's important is that, you know, you can pray for fibromyalgia, the pain to go and it will go, mm -hmm. but stressful situations will bring it back. Right. Whereas if you deal with the trauma that brought it in, uh, you know, and brought it on you, the door that opened it up, that's when you can, you can really, uh, sever that, you know, I, I cursed and commanded all the cellular memory of the pain to go because okay. our body is amazing. It remembers so much, you know, and it's like, this is where I got hurt. You know, this is, this is a sword is where I got hurt in 1974, <laughs> you know, our bodies remember that. And our spirits remember the pain that we experienced emotionally. And, uh, but you know, God wants to take all that away. 
That's right. And so uh, a lot of the healing that you see is identifying where it originated from. Absolutely. It's not necessarily like you were running and fell down and broke your ankle. That, you know, that's dip, that's a different kind of healing than what you're talking about. You're talking about going straight to the root of it, cutting that root off so their body can reactivate in the fullness it needs to Absolutely. Move yep. And uh, 22 years, uh, 20, or 22 years ago, I was faced with divorce, unfaithful husband. He was having affairs with other men. We lost the church. We lost the pulpit. We lost our home. We lost everything. At the same time, like divorce, two days later, I'm diagnosed with breast cancer. And so I'm like, okay, I can live without a breast, but I can't live with a broken heart. Yeah. Diagnosed broken heart syndrome, the whole bit. And, and I'm like, I'm going after God going, okay, I can't live with a broken heart. And so I went after abandonment by my natural father and husband, um, rejection, betrayal, unforgiveness. I went after all the, and the list is, you know, 20s and 30s things long. And just, I would get in the shower and I would just sob in the shower. And it's a washing of the water of the word, but it also helps in the shower, in my opinion. It helped me. And it was just like, I could just feel these pains, these emotional scars in in my heart everything just literally going away and uh and so then i went back i thought i need to go and see what the doctors recommend etc about four months later and they go in and examining me everywhere and they're going what did you do with the cancer i said i sent it home to hell (laughs) and uh but what i teach is starving your sickness to death yeah you know, don't oh, open. Tell, the, tell me about that. Yeah, don't open the door to sickness. Fear is a major one. I've got an amazing book on fear called Annihilate Fear mm-hmm. to get rid of that power to heal. Deals with a bunch of root causes. Could be generational curses. You know, could be a blood transfusion. Could be, um, you know, a traumatic event when you were younger. Um, you know, or in your bloodline and different yeah. things like. And it's time that we get like rid generational. of generational, right? Generational curses and. You know, my natural father had a real spirit of anger. I am not an angry person. We've known each other. I don't have, I mean, I, if you if you get, do something with my kids, you might see it. Yeah, anger. you, might, okay. you okay. might see a mama bear. Yeah, will, a mama bear will come up. But other than that, I really don't get angry at all, which is like really awesome. But the point is, it's in my bloodline. Right. It was in my bloodline. And so like I went through all the prayers in my book to make sure I had no spirit of anger that has come in my bloodline and did the cleansing of the bloodline. It was amazing. You know, did I feel any different? No, but you know what? It's never going to raise its ugly head because it's not in there anymore. That's right. It's all been dealt with. It's all been dealt with. Yep. And then uh, rejection, abandonment, betrayal, any kind of trauma, uh, can, you know, emotional trauma, death, you know, things like that. And, you know, when my mom died, I had the spirit of death come on me, a spirit of grief. Now, there's a natural grief and there's a spirit of grief. The spirit of grief came to kill me. And I lost my voice. I'm getting ready to do, you know, television and CTN and different things like that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times when you have trauma, it'll affect your voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my mom died, really, this, the next day, my voice lowered an octave. And it was like, whoa, I'm not, I've got my mom's voice now. <laughs> yes, Mr. Hunter, how can we help you? You know? And, uh, but then a few days later, I lost it. And I'm like, I recognized it. It was like two days after my book, Power to Heal, came out, which is Root Causes. Yeah. And I said, I recognize exactly what this is. This is a spirit of grief designed to kill me, not just a regular spirit of grief, 
but this was designed to kill me. So I'm in the shower, getting ready to do television the next day by faith. By faith. By faith. Because I can't talk. I can't talk. So <clears throat> I'm in the shower and I'm like, <clears throat> in the name of Jesus, I curse the spirit of grief. I command it to be gone. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, just trying to talk it out. In the name of Jesus, I command my face <laughs> to come out right now. Jesus' name. And I went, hallelujah. <clears throat> I looked around the shower for my mom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it came out just like her. It was really funny. But, uh, but anyway, um, it left instantly in that assignment of death over me. This is something that God's really been showing me for this year in particular. There's an assignment of death over people's destiny. Wow. It's way beyond procrastination. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. No, it is an assignment on people's destiny wow. to destroy it, wow. to keep you. The should is the good is the it's time. It's the, this is, you know, all these things that have kept us from literally walking out the call of God in our life. Yeah, and it's interesting as you say that because not only are you uh, talking about it trying to destroy your assignment because you had an assignment, your mom had passed away, you had an assignment to fulfill your destiny, and of course it came right after your destiny. Right. Trying to stop you in its tracks so that you couldn't move forward. So it's not only our procrastinations, our shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but it is... Sometimes that yes, when we say yes and we begin to step in, that the enemy will send these bombs toward us to try to delay us, distract us, and discourage us from actually stepping in. Yep. And because this is how I feel, is the enemy knows our destiny even more than we do Mm -hmm. because we're on a need-to-know basis. Yeah. And the enemy is like, oh, I am, he's sorry he messed with me. Yeah. Because I've got, you know. Genesis 50, verse 20, though, the enemy meant it for evil. God took it, turned around, made a miracle out of it. And I got a lot of books so other people can get healed (laughs) and set free of what I got healed of. Yeah, that is so good. And so uh, I know that we're going to have some time for you to talk to the audience, to release things over them, and, and really talk about this miracle mandate that God is releasing right now. There is a miracle mandate in the air. It's almost like it's so tangible. You can just pull it down and release it to where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, like, like she said, I want to talk to you just for a moment. There's a time and a season and it's time and it's your season, right? It's your season to do what you were born to do. When I go to heaven, God's going to tell me, well done now, good and faithful servant. I had nothing left for you to do. The shelves are empty. The body parts have been put in and all the finances I had for you, you've, you've received them and you have used them for my glory. I don't want you to go to heaven and God say, you did a good job, but this is so much more that you never even claimed or even wow. thought about was yours. This is a time to tap in to find out what is yours, what is rightfully yours. That's right. What is rightfully yours. This anointing that we're talking about, seeing signs, wonders, and miracles happen through your hands, in your body, in your mind, in your finances. Not God doesn't want to leave finances out. Mm-hmm. He wants everything to turn around for his glory. So Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, this assignment of death over their destiny, I command it to be cut off, yes. done away with. Those of you that don't think you are good enough, let me tell you, you are good enough. You are called, you're appointed, you're qualified. We just need to study to show ourselves approved. Learn, go, I'm not done learning. I'm not done learning. 
I do not have as much anointing as I want. There's so much more that can be had. And I want to really encourage you. Today is your day to get out of your comfort zone and do what he's called you to do. And Father, I thank you for supernaturally healing each person individually within the sound of my voice. And Father, motivate them. Pop them out of their comfort zone in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And you know, I also want to tell you guys that when you say yes to God, he's going to give you an assignment. Mm -hmm. He's going to say, okay, you've said yes, and he will put an opportunity right in front of your face. And that's your testing period. That's where you're going to look and say, God, I meant my yes, or I didn't mean my yes. And you've got to grab a hold of what God puts in. He's not going to put something in front of you that you're not going to be able to do. It may be beyond the possible for you, but that invites God into your impossible situation to use you as the breakthrough for that situation. So let's break this scared Christianity that we walk in. The word says that we are fearless and we are confident. That's in Proverbs. So no, and if you don't believe that, start declaring, I am fearless and I am confident. I am fearless and I'm confident. If you say that all day throughout your day, you're going to rise up fearless and confident. If you say, I don't know, God, I don't know, I'm so afraid, then you're going to be afraid. So pick your vinegar, you know, pick your choice. Am I fearless and confident or am I afraid? And even if you're afraid, if you'll declare the word over you, that fear will break and the word of God will go forward and your destiny will be fulfilled in Jesus name. So guys, thank you. Thank you, Joan, for being here. You're I welcome. love you so much. <laughs> we, we can go on forever. But uh, I just want to tell you, invest in yourself because you're the best investment you can make because God invests in you every single day. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.